I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. to Canto Bite Dispatch. Today, I'm Brittany, and joining me today, as always, is my friend, Emily Lynn. Hi, Emily. Hi, Brittany. How are you? I am doing all right. How are you doing? I am doing good. I am trying to plan an European vacation. Oh, yeah. So that is going very well. What are What are the plans so far? So, if you guys haven't listened to the most recent episode of That Geek Pod, you need to. Because that is the podcast where I find out that you're able to take a train to Paris, but not only to Paris, but to Disneyland Paris. So, my life has changed drastically. (laughs) Okay. And... Though I have my Disneyland strike going on right now, that is in the United States. I feel mm. like Paris is kinder, even though Bob Chapek exists in Paris. He doesn't exist much in Paris, in my head canon. So I'm still not giving the Disneyland parks in the United States a piece of my mind. But never been to Euro Disney. I've always wanted to go. And, you know, might as well. And then, you know, just finding out you can take trains everywhere. You can take trains to Paris. You can take trains to Normandy. So Carlos and I, big World War II history buffs, are like, fuck yeah, let's go to Normandy. Do a couple day tours. Uh, Hang out. So trying to plan that, trying to find good tours, where to stay debating on like how long we're going to be in Paris for then if we're going to where we're going to land because I feel like it's much more expensive to land in Paris than mm-hmm. it is in London so I'm just trying to figure all that out but it's fun I'm excited I'm happy to do it but I just want to make sure that we're able to do all the things that we want to do but not be overwhelmed by them because I feel like when I was a kid we would go on a lot of family vacations and they were very structured you know we'd be up at 6 a.m and doing stuff all day and I feel like I don't really remember those vacations much like I think the most I remember is you know falling asleep on the trolley train tours or (laughs) you know being on the bus at Gettysburg so I I want to try 
as an adult to kind of just like take everything in because I feel like as a kid, you know, kids traveling across the world. I mean, I feel like, you know, you're focusing on other things. Like I remember I was on a, like a a trip to like Wyoming and I'm thinking, wow, like I'm in Yellowstone, but I'm sitting here sad because this boy didn't text me back. So just (laughs) now I need to go back to Yellowstone because I don't remember fucking anything. That's exciting. No, I, yeah, my plans right now are staying within the UK, but I think I'm going to fly into Scotland and spend a few days up there just sightseeing and seeing beautiful countryside shit and then going down to England, but... For some reason, like when I was first thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I'll fly into London and then maybe I'll take the train to Scotland and come back down. And I'm like, that's adding a couple hundred dollars onto my trip that I probably don't need to do. (laughs) Scotland has airport. I can do that. (laughs) Well, who knows? Maybe it's just covered in cobblestones and grass. (laughs) Fairly certain they have, you know, (laughs) major cities and things like that, but... No, your main transportation is a large goat. <laughs> no, but I think I think it'll be good. And I've always wanted to see Scotland. So, I'm excited. I know I was really sad because I've been watching and listening to like a couple of videos of like, you know, what to do when you're in Europe or, you know, like just to different things and there was this one that came up like five things not to wear in Europe. And I'm like, okay, yeah, because it's like I'm, you know, I'm not from here and I, I want to try to blend in as much as possible because fuck tourists. So one of the things they said not to wear was athleisure wear. So like leggings, you know, workout leggings, his pants. And I'm thinking, fuck, that's me. And then I'm thinking, oh, but I can still wear my, you know, my my Nikes or something. No, can't wear that. So uh, I, I would the- I would say this. This is highly suspect list because do you think Nikes don't exist in Europe? No, it just apparently Europeans don't wear though like exercise shoes, like just like you know going around the block. Like I'm thinking, like I want to be comfortable. Okay, well, so when first I think of all, of- you can't just say Europeans because that is many different countries. So already this list is bullshit. Well, yeah, because that's literally the video. It was like, what not to wear in Europe? And I'm thinking, okay, let me see. But I mean, to be fair, the guy, he was like, hi, I'm in Italy. Look what's behind me. So like, maybe it's geared more towards Italy, but I don't know. I mean, I want to try to fit in, but also like, I don't want to look obviously like a tourist, but also like, I want to be comfortable. So like, if leggings and some tennis shoes make me comfortable i'm not saying like i mean don't wear a big fucking american flag t-shirt but you shouldn't be wearing that shit anywhere so that was number one also you know what's gonna make you sound out like stand out the fact that you're fucking american and you talk like an american and you sound like an american maybe the hair will make me they'll think i'm irish Mm-hmm. You're gonna do a fucking like Josh Nelson Irish accent the entire time. Oh my god, I haven't heard Josh's 
Irish accent. Yeah. How I, bad is it? Uh, I would put some heavy quotes around Irish, but. Oh, just like my French accent? <sighs> Look, just wear whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. You know, you're right. I feel like I was overthinking it for a second, but also I want to be comfortable, but also I want to pack as little as possible. A 10-ish day trip. I need to think of all the things that I need to pack. But I'm excited. It should be fun. Still trying to plan what to do, where to go, yada, 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 what tours to do. And I enjoy that. I always like to find like the best deal or the best tour. And I'm glad that celebration's taken care of. I mean, we're just going to be going to the convention. I think it's funny, too, because I feel like our vacation before celebration is just going to be like, wow. And then we're going to go to celebration and we're going to be like waiting in line in a dungeon for two hours. But it's still going to be fun because you're all going to be there. Yeah, no, celebration will be fun. And I just thought of how tired I am after celebration that that is not when I want to be doing anything else. Like after celebration, I just want to go home and sleep forever. Yeah, I know. This last celebration wiped me out. Yeah. I mean, everybody getting COVID didn't help, but. Yeah, I was surprised I didn't get it. I guess I was. I didn't lick anyone. <laughs> so that's good. Oh, ooh, you know what I might get to see when I'm in England? Paul Hollywood. No, even more exciting. I have been invited to the house of celebrity artist Chris Hall. Motherfucker! Are you kidding me? You get a private tour of the Hall residence? He said he'd make me a cup of tea. It's all. It's all. Jesus Christ! I wonder if there's like a little plaque outside, you know? The residence of. There's a plaque, and then there's like they have like all the names on the plaque or something of the Hall family. Man, I'm so jealous. Like that's that's just a a t- big tourist spot that no one knows about. <laughs> <laughs> the secret entrance to the Hall residence. Yeah, I mean, fuck Buckingham Palace or any of that shit. Who needs to see like Stonehenge or anything when you can see the residence of celebrity artist Chris Hall? Then you need to meet. You get to meet Mrs. Hall, uh, probably a celebrity herself. Yeah. You know, my favorite celebrities are the celebrities that don't say much and don't do much, but they have a big impact. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Miss Hall falls under okay great lady (laughs) well i've never spoken a single word to but she seems very very cool same i mean she's married to celebrity artist chris Mm -hmm. hall so i just assume that she is great and amazing but i mean i know that too because our celebrity friends can't do us wrong speaking of celebrity artist chris hall he over at scruffy looking podcasters they just had their 200th episode 
uh, I was on it with her buddy Christine, and you had a voicemail on it where you read some interesting diary entries. So if people haven't heard that yet, you should definitely check it out. It is like three and a half hours. It is just a whole lot of insane fun. And we are very happy for our friends over there. I am so happy for our friends reaching 200 episodes. And it seems like they had a very chaotic time celebrating. Yes. Yes, but I'm so glad that I was able to contribute some sort of present to them by reading them entries of my diary, but with a twist. Yeah, so listen to that. That's a lot of fun. Have you been up to anything exciting besides trip planning? Uh, no, not really. However... I did a thing for, if you are a Patreon for the Sith List, I recorded a reaction to Top Gun with Carlos because I had never seen it before. And it was a really shitty movie and I needed someone (laughs) to hear that it was a really shitty movie so he sat down with me we discussed why it was a shitty movie and we went to go see top gun maverick because i love trash and i saw that trash was still in the theaters so i went to see that so i'll be able to record my reaction to that and put that on the patreon so i recommend doing that there's a ton of other syphilis shows on their patreon so i recommend checking it out okay but i haven't really been up to much um my sister just got tickets for us to go back to the raid shell to go see a tribute to john williams I'm not sure if he's going to be there, but they're going to play all this music, so that should be fun. And I'm hoping, really hoping, don't know if I'll be able to go, but uh, the Beach Boys are going to be back in town in early August at the Rady Show. I love the Rady Show. I, I've i been there once and going back several times. I, I guess I live there now, but I want to see the Beach Boys but the tickets were expensive. Mm. So I'm not sure. Plus, I can only stand John Stamos for so long. True. But I don't know. What about you? What have you been up to? Uh, let's see. Oh, I went and I saw the new Jordan Peele movie, Nope. Um, I really liked that. I strongly recommend it. It is a hell of a lot of fun. The cast is really good. I mean, obviously, I mean, his movies always are, but Kiki Palmer is great. And Danny Kaluuya, I mean, that guy, fucking hell. There's a scene, and it's not spoilers, but there's a scene that's just him, like, sitting in his truck as, like, this shit's happening around him. Doesn't have any dialogue. And it's just, like, watching him react to stuff. And I, I could just watch that man sit in a car all day. Like, he has the most interesting face. He is such a compelling actor. I fucking love him. I ugh, I just wanted to be in every fucking movie. He's so good. And he's he's great in this. But I just, I had such a good time seeing it. It is not as, 
scary as his last ones. I mean, Us really fucked with my head. That movie, like the tension in that movie really, really got to me. And this is not that movie, but it's also not supposed to be that movie. Like it's going for a different reaction. And it's just, it was, it's super funny. A couple of good scares, some gore, but fuck man, it's fun. I'm seeing it tomorrow. Okay, I'd be interested to hear what you have to say. I know. I I don't do scary (laughs) things normally, but I was really intrigued by, like, all the trailers I saw for Mm -hmm. it. But I don't know. I'm not too good with scary. I, I had watched recently a scene from The Boys and it made me really sad all day. So I that made me realize that I can't watch the boys. Oh my god, I fucking love what scene did you watch? So it was the scene where season three where some guy shrinks into his boyfriend's penis oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then accidentally blows him up. Oh no, I thought that's a fucking amazing scene. Oh my god. But I thought it was so sad. He's <laughs> He's dead. He's dead, Emily. It's fucking incredible. I cannot believe they did that. What a way to start your show. Fucking hell. Loved it. I just I just finished watching um The Old Man, which is the the John Guthco, uh Jeff Bridges ones I've talked about before. It's it's really solid. It's only seven episodes. Well, and I would assume a second season because it ends on a fairly big cliffhanger. And there, but okay, so I'm not going to get into spoilers. I will just allude to it, which is it did a thing that I hate in shows, which is so far, like the rest of the show, there have been some like major twists that I absolutely did not see coming and like totally like shook me. But then these last couple episodes, like I sensed this new twist coming and I don't mind that I figured it out. Because that just happens sometimes. My problem is... So, John Lithgow's character is, like, super smart director at the FBI guy. And the fact that he doesn't figure this thing out before it is told to him, even when he knows, like, it's a th- it's one of those things where he knows there's something he doesn't know about a situation... And I'm sitting there going, well, of course it, it's this. And it is, it like doesn't even occur to him. And that annoyed me. Like, he's a smart enough character that he should have been figuring it out on his own. And I got very annoyed. Don't you hate when that happens? It just felt like the rest of the show has been so smart that it seemed weird that. I don't know if they didn't expect the audience to get this when it seems like such an obvious thing or if they wanted the audience to be ahead of the character, but it, it got to the point where it was like, it was dragging on and I'm just like, Oh my God, just fucking reveal it already. But apart from that, that's a bummer. Yeah. Apart from that fucking brilliant show and John Lithgow and Jeff Bridges are both just fucking amazing. And it's on Hulu, so watch it. I watched the Victoria's Secret documentary 
on Hulu. Oh, how is that? So it was a good documentary. However, there was no direction in the documentary. Okay. It it was very strange because they just talk about the birth of Victoria's Secret and then Epstein. And then Mm -hmm. it's just messy after that. And then they interview like some former like pink girls or uh, I don't know. I feel like they were just looking for people to talk to that had no idea what was going on. And it was just a very unorganized documentary. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Because it was one of those where Carlos is like, all right, do you want to watch a movie or a documentary? And I was like, okay, documentary. And then I see it's about Victoria's Secret. I'm like, oh, cool. And then we see Epstein. I'm like, oh, this is where this is going. But okay. But yeah, it was fine. I haven't really watched anything else. I mean, I try to keep up with all the Comic-Con news, but there wasn't really a lot of interesting things that came out of comic-con other than the realization that dc comics is still shit and marvel's really trying to make a bunch of movies and they sure are making a lot of movies uh the audience got a sneak peek of secret invasion so jealous of that because that's the next big marvel show that i'm stoked for i am as much as I know it's going to look like shit, I'm still looking forward to She-Hulk because I love She-Hulk and I really like that actress. And I th- hope that I'll just be able to get over the visuals. I will say this trailer looked a lot better than the first trailer in terms of the She-Hulk effect. But it still looks like bad. I think it looks like a, like a nice little rom-com bad. So... I think it's gonna be cute. I mean, I don't think I don't think the show looks bad. I like looks. I think like it looks bad. Like visually, it does not look right because it's a TV show and not a movie, and they don't have that budget. But I think like the show itself, like the script and everything, looks fine. And again, she's awesome, and I'm happy that Bruce is in it. And I'm you know we'll get to see. Uh, Matt Murdock because it's a fucking lawyer show and we already they've also announced that they're bringing back Daredevil so I am looking forward to that I don't know about 18 episodes 18 episodes is a lot these days but I like Daredevil and I fucking love Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin so I haven't seen any of those Marvel shows Daredevil is like hit and miss, but when it's good, it's really good. Um, I love Jessica Jones, but that's a character I have a lot of like emotional connection to in the comics. She's one of my favorites. Um, but the Alias comic was was so good that I I, I liked that show. And um, Iron Fist is unwatchable. Uh, I never did the Defenders. Uh, I don't, I don't, I couldn't, I don't care for Punisher because I don't like Punisher, but. You don't like Punishment. <laughs> well, I do like Punishment. I don't like Punisher as a character. I don't think it's interesting. Emily does not like to be grounded. Do not ground <laughs> Emily. I, I've just never liked 
like violent revenge dude. It's never, it's never like that kind of vigilante guy. It's never been something I find particularly compelling. Yeah. Like, yeah, like the whole like, oh, you killed my wife, so now I got to kill like 800 people thing. I'm like, eh, okay. I think that's how that Chris Pratt show is. The the Terminalist or something. Angry man kills family. Vengeance. Like, I, I don't know. We've seen that shit too long. Like, let's, let's have a new storyline, please. Thank you. Yeah, especially I don't need it with Chris Pratt. Well, thank God they announced a final Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Look, I'll watch Guardians. I like the like as much as I don't like Chris Pratt, I do like those other two Guardian movies, and I think it helps that Star Lord is a jerk. So that that makes it better because there's only like there's only so much that I have to like him, and I like the other characters. I like Drax a lot. Yeah, Guardians. Batiste is awesome. Guardians isn't my favorite James Gunn art. My favorite will forever be Scooby Doo. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. and no, no disrespect to Guardians, but I just love those fucking Scooby Doo movies. They're so good. Okay. I I do like James Gunn. <laughs> Me too. Oh, and the Harley Quinn cartoon is back soon, and he's going to be in it. Oh, that's fun. I I fucking love that show so much. I'm so glad it's coming back. It's like just in a couple of days. I think this Friday. Fuck, I'm so excited. It's so good. I know, it's weird. There's nothing really on right now. Like, usually there's some, like, Marvel show that I need to catch up on, or some miscellaneous shit, but... There's really nothing right now. I mean, The Bachelorette's on right now, but I hear that's kind of a dumpster fire. I mean, they chose two Bachelorettes, and it's sad because, you know, one of them could be like, hey, can you will you accept this rose? And you can say, no, I'm good. Thanks. That's shitty. I mean, all those shows are shitty, so. No, there's nothing on, because let's see, I, I finally finished up Strange New Worlds. And I finished up Miss Marvel, which hit some rough spots, but overall I enjoyed mostly because the chick playing Ms. Marvel is awesome. And also the setup for Marvels means I'm actually like excited about a Marvel movie again. But I fucking love Carol Danvers and I love Brie Larson as Carol Danvers. And with Kamala Khan in it too. That's that's exciting. What parts do you think were amiss? I think it doesn't like some of the the political stuff is a little bit like, uh, like when the um, whatever the the cleanup guys are called. What is the Department of what? What is it? Fucking the evil government people called. I don't remember. It's it's literally like it's something like this fucking department of superhero cleanup or some fucking shit like that. And then like when they're all attacked, but then like the 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 police are standing all around and they're like 
protecting the citizens and that kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, that that's a little that's a little bit. Eh. Oh yeah. But Marvel always has that shit. And you know, like look, as much as I as much as I as much as I like Captain Marvel, like Jesus Christ, that movie is I mean, literally US military propaganda. Like there's no way around that. It just is. Like that their fucking Air Force gave them shit ton of like shit like that's just part of it and and so i think there's some stuff like that where it's it's this weird mix of they did some stuff surprisingly well like all the all the all the talk of the the partition and stuff that you never see mentioned in american shows at all but they do also very much gloss over some of it, hey, she's a uh, super powered Muslim girl, and what that means. Like they they talk about it some, but it's really just like, the- oh yeah, like, she's she's a light girl, and that's it. And it's like it's more than that. She's she's a big fucking deal. Yeah, it's it's this weird thing. Like they kind of, they do talk about you know like when they when they come into the mosque and stuff. It is like. You wouldn't. You, you get the idea of like it's very much. They wouldn't be doing this if it was a you know Catholic church or something like that. But at the same time, I, I feel like they really could have and should have pushed the boat out on that, and they they very much restrained from doing that. Yeah, it would have been really nice to see that. And now thinking about those like mean cleanup people, like they were just unnecessarily mean, and we never really found out like why they were so fucking mean. It, they were such like that chick is such like a one note bureaucrat villain and I feel like they either needed to be in it more or just do away with it completely because I don't think it really works like it was just the wrong amount of that story and and again the, the fact that the, the police are like yeah we're gonna protect these like citizens of jersey city because that's what the police do against the evil like a government chick i'm like no no, that's not how that works <laughs> what are you like overall i like it i like her i love her dad oh, i loved him he was fantastic i loved all of her friends i didn't no. love how at the very end they shoehorned like the mean girl, like the TikTok girl in it. Cause I'm thinking, oh, like they just want a white per- another white person in this group. <laughs> it really, it really did seem like she came out of nowhere. <laughs> like maybe if they had put her back in in some of the other episodes, so you're like, keep checking in with her. But it's not. It's like they question her in that one scene and they're like, she tried to kill you, right? And she's like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? And then you don't see her for four episodes. And I'm like, okay, that's... <laughs> and now, now we're all friends. We're friends. It's funny because I, like, I actually do think it was an enjoyable character. You just it, it didn't need to... She didn't need to be there. Yeah. I thought that was odd. Like, her other friends are so much fucking cooler. And I love, no, I love everyone. I love her mom. I liked her grandma. I love her fucking brother. And sweet little Bruno. Yeah, overall, I think that was like one of my favorite Marvel shows. Um, I, I think it was slightly very better than Moon Knight. 
even though I love Oscar Isaac. I stopped watching Moon Knight. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, it it was hard. Look, Oscar Isaac is super fucking hot and he's really good, but I can watch him be super fucking hot and really good in things that I like. So I don't feel the need to watch him in things that I don't like. I really wanted to like that show too. Like I really, like not just because of him. Like I thought it was like, I think Muna is an interesting character. And I thought like visually it was an interesting show, but man, it just did not work for me. Yeah. I think out of all the Marvel shows that have come out, I think that's probably the bottom of my list. Um, I still really liked Falcon and Winter Soldier. I thought that was really fun and really good. And WandaVision was great too. So this would probably be like number three. Or Miss Marvel. I really liked Loki. And I really liked... uh, I really liked like half of WandaVision. And then did not like the rest of it. But... I'm excited for Loki season two, and I'm excited for She-Hulk. I am like half excited for Secret Invasion because it's got Mendo, but I think it's probably going to be terrible. Why would it be terrible? And I like talk. Well, okay. One, I don't really care about Secret Invasion very much. I mean, also fucking like that's the one that Amelia Clark's in and she fucking sucks shit. worried about that um i'm not a huge like shield fan that's one of the problems with this show it's gonna be pretty shield heavy with fury and like maria hill's in it and shit and i don't give a shit about her i hope it's good i just i don't know i just can't get out of my head that that's robin from how i met your mother yeah did you ever watch that she's not great I watched the first, like, I watched the first couple seasons, and then I saw the end, and it, like, ruined the entire show. So, other than that. I mean, also, I think uh, Ted Mosby is maybe the most unlikable character to ever be a romantic lead in a TV show. Like, he is the fucking worst. Well, who would you choose, him or Ross Geller? Well, here, here's the thing is Ross was like one of an ensemble a lot more. So like you could go like, like, yeah, he is in that show a lot, but it's not, it's not like you're not like sitting with him day in and day out of every fucking episode. And quite a lot of the time you're supposed to think he's an asshole. Yeah, you kind of get over Ted's attitude towards everything. And I don't know, when you kind of paint your lead as this like hopeless romantic and I want love and when he's also like not really the best character it really makes the show really difficult I think that guy went to my college hmm I think so Josh Josh Radner celebrity yeah he went to my college I don't know anyone famous who went to San Diego State other than myself. Let's see. Kenyon had uh, Ruthford B. Hayes, like half of President Lincoln's cabinet. It had, my school is very old. It's one of the oldest in the country. Uh, it had Paul Newman, 
and it had Alice and Janney. You could have sat in one of their chairs. You shared ass sweat with them. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there was quite a bit of time between Paul Newman and myself, but... But still, I mean, like, ass sweat is ass sweat, and you shared it because you possibly <laughs> sat in the same chair, so that's a cool thing you can say, is that you shared ass sweat with, with Paul Newman. There we go. I'm trying to think if there was a scene, if there was anybody else. Swedish Prime Minister from 1948. Oh, we yelled Doctor. I forgot about that. Oh, Janney. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think he actually ended up graduating, but uh, Bill Watterson, who did uh, Calvin and Hobbes, went there. Hmm. Oh, Carl Weathers went to San Diego State. There you go. Tony Gwynn. Can't think of anyone else. They're finishing up building the new stadium. So that's fun. I never went to any football games as a student. So I'm thinking, eh, might as well. Apparently they're good again in football and the boys like football, so. Okay. Now, my school was like Division Three or something, so that was not like a thing. I think it existed, but. Yeah, SDSU is also like, they have a really good basketball team. Okay. So, my dad used to take us. We used to go to games every now and then. And that was fun. My school had amazing, uh, like, swim and diving. They, like, won their division, like, I don't know, like, 30 years in a row or some shit like that. Something insane. But other than that, I saw a couple soccer games when I was in college, but that was about it. And that was only because, like, my cousin's team was playing Kenyon. So I went and saw. Is there any Star Wars news? They announced an actress that's going to be in the Acolyte. Which we already knew. Amanda Amanda uh, Steinberg. Which they had, like, I guess, I, I had kind of thought was official already, but apparently wasn't official. But I remember talking about them, like, a fucking year ago or some shit. So. That makes sense. That was more of a, oh, I thought we already knew that thing. <laughs> I know. Other than that... Oh, uh, the remake of Knights of the Old Republic just got indefinitely delayed. Wow. Shocking. I mean, it fucking sucks. I mean, people fucking love that game, so it fucking sucks, but... I feel like there's so much obsession with the Knights of the Old Republic, and it's hard for me to let go of that because I see the negative obsession with it of people like wanting Star Wars to become that. Hmm. So that's why I get very cold when I'm like, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people love it. So that is a bummer. Um, I think, I think they released some new Andor snippets or yeah, photos. I think just some stills. I didn't look at them. Uh, Skeleton Crew is apparently going to be like the highest budgeted of the Star Wars TV shows, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care because it doesn't mean anything to me. Like, you just throw out a number, I'm like, okay, it's 132 million or whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that means. Well, you should care 
because they're using all of that money to de-age Jew-Law into a child. <laughs> Fuck it. Can't look any worse than Luke Skywalker. Fuck Luke Skywalker. <laughs> uh, look, I, I mean, all joking aside, I, I imagine I imagine Jew-Law is getting a fucking good chunk of change for that. Like, he's a real deal fucking movie star. However much I don't always like him and shit, like... He, that's that's a pretty fucking big deal to lead your show. It's a big deal for him. That's crazy. Him and a TV show. Yeah, oh, I mean, it must have been so much fucking money. He must have been really saving up the Star Wars uh, savings account. I don't know. Like maybe the dude really likes Star Wars. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't care. I don't. I'm not one of these people who needs the people to be in Star Wars to love star wars who who gives a fuck if they as long as they're good like uh, guinness fucking hated it and he's the fucking best actor he's ever been in star wars so yeah i mean i just don't care about the show because i think the premise is terrible like but lost kids trying to find their way home is a show that makes me want to put a gun in my mouth so whatever <laughs> like it's just it's not for me it's a star wars version of land before time Land Before Time is very sad. I watched Land Before Time a lot as a kid. I watched the sequels more than the actual show because then I had forgotten why Littlefoot isn't with Mother. Because his mom's fucking dead. Well, I mean, I know that now, but I had to revisit that and I'm like, oh, that's why mom's not here. Yeah, because that's the plot of, like, every single kids movie in the 80s. It's been a long time since I've seen that. That's crazy. But uh, you're going to see it again in a couple years with Skeleton Crew. Get ready, guys. <laughs> Jude Law. That's a little foot. CGI. No, they're going to CGI him as a dinosaur. What I want show. is you just have whatever the, I I don't I don't know my dinosaurs whatever the fuck Littlefoot was with the dinosaur with the long neck and so you just have that dinosaur but then the head is just Jude Law's head. Can someone make that for us? <laughs> Sorry, no, but uh, I mean I just I don't know until we hear more about the show, I couldn't possibly care. But hey, you know what? Jude Law's in it. Would you care more if Jude Law was a dinosaur? Absolutely, I would care more if Jude Law was a dinosaur. Are you insane? <laughs> I mean, I can't confirm or deny my insanity. If I, oh my god, if Jude Law is playing a dinosaur, it is like maybe the best Star Wars ever. I don't know. But he's got to be, he's got to be like an actual dinosaur. He can't be like an alien who like walks around on two legs, but kind of has some spikes on his head or some shit like that. No, he's got to be like a real deal fucking dinosaur. So it's just him that's a dinosaur, right? Like no one else is a dinosaur. No one else is, no one else has to be a dinosaur. I can just be him as a dinosaur. It's better if it's just him as a dinosaur. But then it's never going to be questioned why he's the only dinosaur. Look, Star Wars has all sorts of aliens. Why is why is Chewbacca the only Wookiee hanging about? Because he is. Because it's a big universe and they're friends. And so he's walking around. But he's like, he's got to be like a big dinosaur too. Like not, not like some human-sized dinosaur. 
He can't be like a little fucking raptor. He's got to be a big-ass little foot dinosaur. But then he just talks like Jude Law, because it's Jude Law's head. Okay, this is going to bother me forever, not knowing the name of the of the dinosaur. What kind of dinosaur is He's like a Bronte- brontosaurus or some shit, right? No, I don't want to look at Frank Welker. I want to know what what kind of dinosaur well this just wikipedia just says young plant-eating dinosaur a a patasaurus brontosaurus okay oh or a brachiosaurus or an apatosaurus he was originally named thunderfoot by the creators until it was discovered that a triceratops Triceratops character from a children's book had the same name, you bastard. Yeah, but he could just be, yeah, he just be a little foot dinosaur. Yeah, I accept that. Or, or, or a small child. Either way. A CGI child or a dinosaur. Why not both? He can play two characters. That's why he's getting so much money for the show. In fact, you know what? We haven't heard any other casting for this show, right? What if he plays Everyone. every character? He is every what if it's an Eddie person. Murphy situation? Yeah, it's an Eddie Murphy situation where he is just playing every single character. That's a dream. Oh my god. Okay, now now I'm sold on this show. As long as fucking Luke Skywalker's not in it, I'm sold on this show. Why does Luke Skywalker have to ruin everything? And it's not... It's not even Luke Skywalker. It is the fucking computerized cartoon Luke Skywalker. Just fucking cast somebody. Jesus fucking Christ. I still fucking blame Luke Skywalker. You can blame CGI. I just blame him. Look, I don't I don't like Luke, but I'm like, I, it's like if it were a human being who had like a, a soul you could look into, then I would accept it more. That's fair. Well, I'm glad we got to cover all the Star Wars news today. That was a lot of news, Emily. I think we have a fuck, Mary kill that Rebecca sent. Ah. Let me pull it up. I will read it. Uh, fuck, Mary kill R2D2. Hi, Canto Biters. I have an annoying fuck, Mary kill from you, but not as annoying awesome. as a Tom Hanks one. <laughs> r2d2 originals prequels and sequels i would fuck the originals because the og really had those droid movies where it counted i would marry the sequels version because r2 was a strong silent type who kept out all the shit going on around i like a strong silent type <laughs> same and lastly i would kill the prequels version because of the rocket boosters need i say more too bad i won't Ahura, Rebecca. P.S. Thanks for the shout out the other episode. You two are the bestest. No, you are. Thank you. So we have to fuck, Mary kill, original R2, prequel R2, and sequel R2. Okay. Well, I agree with Rebecca that prequel R2 and his rocket pads can go straight to hell. I don't appreciate rocket packs. Why are they um, bad? 
Because it's fucking stupid and because he doesn't have him in the other fucking movies. And also because it's fucking stupid. I've never understood why it's stupid for a droid to have droid things like rocket boosters or to be able to fly. Because I think that's very useful for a droid that's able to fly. Because what if there's a bridge and no longer the bridge is no longer there and you have to think, oh, fuck, I have to carry this fucking droid. But no, he can fucking fly on his own. Good for him. Uh, I mean, first of all, it always looks bad. Secondly, if he had him in the originals, then it's fine. But when you've already established R2's shit and then you make a prequel and he has other shit, I hate it. I guess it's fair. Um, let's see. Hmm, who am I marrying and who am I fucking? It's like a daily question for me. <sighs> I think I'm going to fuck originals. Because I love original art too. But he sure talks a lot. And it kind of seems like a bit of a dick. Where in sequels, he's much more quiet and like old man chill. And so I think that would be more pleasant over the long term. So I think I would marry old man R2. What are you thinking? Well... Rebecca makes a good point that marrying the sequels version is he's a strong, silent type. And I feel that because sometimes you you don't want you, you know, you want silence because sometimes Mm -hmm. like silence is just really nice. So I have to marry sequel. And. I guess I would also fuck the originals because R2 was a little snippy and a little, like, mean. And that's fun. Yeah. You're an asshole. Okay. Cool. Where are you right now? And lastly, uh, yeah, prequels. I mean, I don't mind rocket boosters. I just mind CGI. So if you were able to put those rocket boosters on an actual R2 droid, then my answer would have been different. Okay, fair enough. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you. Much better than having to fuck Tom Hanks. What if he finds his way into Star Wars? I mean, fuck it, whatever. It's not like there hasn't been plenty of Star Wars that I already fucking hate. That's true. Stick him in a soaker with all the other shit I don't give a shit about. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting that's a thing. Yeah, unfortunately. Hmm. Well, is there anything else that we need to cover this week? I think we've already covered all of the Star Wars news about Jude Law and him being a dinosaur. No. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything else. Okay. Sounds good. Well, Emily, where can we find you in the podcast on social media? I am on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. The show is at CantoBitePod. 
And you can email us like Rebecca did. It doesn't have to be fuck, marry, kill. It can be whatever you're thinking about Star Wars. But it can also can be fuck, marry, kill. And that is CantoBitePod at G- You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as CantoBrit. Well, thank you everyone for listening. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Here we go. Yo, 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 and away we go It's time to serenade my girl Lindo Sorry the ladies where I had to say no But if I'm cheating on Serena, it's on Canto No shame in the game Make even Rogue One seem tame But I blame it on Brit with a ginger main main Yeah, that's fire Love on the rocks leaves the love on my socks Lindo fanfic leaves y'all shocked Especially when y'all truly whips out his cock Canto bite Episode 100 Hey yo, I'm back No fulcrum this time I'm on a flight to the bay And I'm writing some rhymes My top three running through my head, you know So I had to come correct When they hit the hundo My girls E and B Deserve congratulations Our adulation for the weekly creation My last celebration was all about them But this time I gotta drop lines for our friends This is for the bitches Strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches All the canto bitches This one's for my bitches Only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches on my Canto bitches Start off with my Aussies Catherine's a sweet one Brought cash in the lunch With Canto bitch number one Josh made it a team And had bourbon and cornflakes The kind of ice cream That made him show me his old face Got to meet Turbo And throw back some brews Fish tacos and San Fran You know we approve Rebecca from Perth I haven't met you yet Last shout to Fruity Dude I didn't forget This is for the bitches Strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches All the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches Only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches all my canto bitches Rabia and Adele often email the show I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grasso Jesse McGee busted a rap for me Met her and horse be it scum and villainy King Tom Death Watch The most regal of fathers Got to behold the luscious locks of Strata Shouted Rusty last time so I shout a Raj too You know the list ain't complete without lesson boo This is for the bitches Strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches All the canto bitches This one's for my bitches Only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches all my canto bitches Now if I didn't say your name Don't feel no shame You love the fun The games And refresher bangs Hang on every word Of Lindo's fanfic Where she describes Every vein in Mendo's dick Spread the word Maybe buy a t-shirt I don't know Maybe ask the girls If Yaddle squirts Take your CBD Send in your top three, And you'll always be A bitch like me Get him Eric